Good morning, everyone. Chris Berryman here, your host of the Bringing Humanity Back into the Business Show. And today's topic is going to be about customer service and leadership. So let's jump right into it. Yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, I picked up my wife from work. She had a hard day at work and everything at Walmart. So I decided, well, let me take her out and pick something up for her so she can be able to have something to eat. And I asked her, I was like, honey, where would you like to go to get something to eat? She's like, well, let's go to this drive-thru real close here and pick up everything and then go home. I was like, okay, great. And I was professional respect of the company. I won't mention the company's name, but hopefully you will get the the company by the kind of items I probably might describe. So we go place our order at around 5.15 yesterday afternoon, uh, and we all we order was two sandwiches and two Hershey pies. And that was it. No drinks, no desserts, other than that, nothing. Just two sandwiches and two Hershey pies. That's it. So we go to the drive-thru window, and the lady tells me the, the total, and I hand her the credit card, and she runs it through and then hands me the credit card and receipt and says, well, can you go to the front of the store, and we'll give you your food. And I was like, okay, great. I asked her, I was like, well, do you, how, how long would it be? Do you know? She's like, oh, I don't know. And I knew, ladies and gentlemen, once she said that, I was kind of suspicious and really hesitant of what was going on. So I turned to my wife and started conversing with my wife a little bit and said, hey, they, they really don't know how long it will be. So do you want to stay? Do you want to chance it? Do you want to go? What do you want to do? We'll give them a few minutes and, and we'll go and that kind of thing. So, and, of course, the the employee at the drafty window said, well, can you go to the front of the store? I was like, well, okay, we're just talking. We'll, we'll, We'll go to the front of the store. No, no worries. So we go to the front of the store. We park in a parking spot. And then next thing you know, we sit there. And we start basically killing time and talking and this, that, and the other. But then we started seeing those employees come out one by one and start handing food out to other cars there. Because when we were pulling in, we thought it was going to be an easy breezy drive through time because there was hardly anyone there. So in and out, bing, bang, boom, would be done. So we started seeing these people getting their food before us. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm kind of putting two, two, two together. Wait a minute. If they've been sitting here waiting, how long have they been waiting and how long they've been sitting on each car, depending on their order? So... One by one, some of these cars were getting their orders, and a couple of them, I guess, were getting wrong, too, because there was one person who was uh, in this uh, car. Uh, actually, he literally got out of his car, went to the lady, and said, hey, this is not my food. This is not what I was getting. And he was going to go back to his car, but then he decided, no, I'm going to go in. So the guy went in right after the employee went in to go get his food, and then uh, another employee came out and, and asked us, well, do you have this and this and this? And I was like, no, we only had two sandwiches and two Hershey pies. That's all we had. She's like, did you have a Whopper? 
uh, onion rings or what, anything like that. I was like, nope, didn't have any of it. I was like, okay. So we started seeing more people go in through the drive-thru, though, to, to actually place orders. And I'm thinking this is kind of going to be ridiculous if this is going to be the, the case that they're going to send everybody through these drive-thru orders all back right back out here if they're not willing to give them a heads up about how long it will be. So we start seeing a lot another probably probably four or five more people come and park and then more people to go into the restaurant too as well so that's added customers right there and then I started to notice something really odd that there are people that were going into the restaurant and it's like I saw this one family go into the restaurant and then it was not even a couple minutes later they just turn right back around and walk out I'm thinking, okay, did they not like the service there? Did they get the same kind of thing that we had to go through? They ordered and didn't know how long it will be. And I was thinking the latter, to be honest with you, because it, it was like I said, it was, it was real quick. They were in and out um, and everything. And then me and my wife were starting to say, hey, wait a minute, didn't that truck go in behind us after we've been sitting here didn't they, no didn't they get their f food before us i was like that's what sir sure, sure seems like because they wasn't in drive through and we were in drive through it was just no, because there was no one behind us so she looks at her watch i look at my watch and i was like hey it's almost 20 to 6. she's like this is not right this is this is totally not legitimate. We need to find out what's going on. So, why don't you go through drive-thru. Let's see what's going on. Either we get our money back or get food or both or whatever the case may be. We just need to find out what's going on. Because then we, we started seeing someone who actually was going to go inside. But before that family went to that door, though, as we were still sitting, this is what really, really rung the bell for me, so to speak. That very manager... While we're sitting in the parking lot waiting for our food, probably I would say not even 10 minutes in for us waiting our food, locks the front doors. Don't put a notice on the door, no nothing, just locks the doors. And of course, with this establishment, it actually has a, 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 a two-way two entrance. They have a little outside patio area that has a... Uh, door there but yet that door stayed open but they actually locked the front doors and i was thinking that was kind of odd because they were still sending employees out to the patio door to send out food but you're locking the front doors doesn't make no sense so like that's when i like i said that's when i turned to my wife and said hey we need to need to find out what's going on she's like yeah we definitely need to we need to go through drive through and uh see what's going on and i was like I, I totally agree with you so what we do is we go through drive through and of course there's another paying customer that was actually in front of us actually placing an order so we let him go place his order then go pay for his order 
And then, of course, I, I guarantee you, he's gives the same spiel. Can you go around to the front and that kind of thing and everything. So we go to the drive-thru window and I talk to the, to, the, to the manager actually on duty. Is that um, she says, uh, can I help you? I was like, yeah. we, I told her, I was like, ma'am, we just need to know how long we'll be before we get our food because we've been waiting here for over 25 minutes or so now and we still don't have our food. She's like, I'm sorry, but well, I'm just short-handed, don't have enough employees. I'm like, okay. But my wife was living. She's like, are you kidding me? We need to either get our food or we need to get a refund. Because we've been sitting here for over 25 minutes and we're not been told anything. And, 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 and that manager was starting to come across really n negative toward my wife. And, I was, and she's like, when you start saying all these kind of things. And, 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 I, and she's like, no, we need to either get our food now or we need to get a refund. She's like, well, can you hand me your receipt? I was like, man, no worries. Just give us our money back and we'll be on our way. No big deal. I was actually the diplomatic one, but like I said, my wife was really tired. But see, this is not the first time this has happened to us, ladies and gentlemen. Probably about a month ago, a month and a half ago probably, we went into this same establishment, ordered very little minimal food, and still had an extensive amount of time to wait for us. And that last time, it was only probably maybe... Maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Not to almost 30 minutes compared to what we had last night. So it, it really rang true for me, ladies and gentlemen, about what the John C. Maxwell book that I just listened to as an audiobook, And the title of it is, Everyone Communicates But Few Connect. And I think that was really apropos for this situation. There was no genuine connectedness from the manager standpoint to us and truly apologizing to us saying, I'm sorry that you had this bad experience. I'm just so short-handed and everything like that. Because the way she was saying it is she wasn't taking the responsibility of the situation. She wasn't really being proactive she was being more reactive. And that's why my, probably my, my wife got so angry. It's the way she actually toned her uh, reasoning to her to that aspect. And that's what, that's what I think what set my wife off. Uh, because she didn't say, I'm sorry that you're waiting. She's like, I don't, I, I don't have enough employees here. I, I, I'm doing what I got to do. I mean, there was no sincerity in what she was saying. Now, mind you, I, I've been in the restaurant business for over 10 years. I know exactly where, to a certain extent, where they're coming from. But, to me, from what common sense it would dictate, if you close your lobby doors, you must at least acknowledge to the public the reason why you're closing your doors. You have to give an acknowledgement and saying, 
lobby closed and drive-through only due to some. If they have to even made up a reason, at least they will communicate something. I don't care if you even have to fabricate a lie or whatever. If you had to at least tell them something or whatever it would be, just to say something, that's what probably you would have to do. But see, I wouldn't get to that point. I wouldn't lie. I would just be honest and say, hey, we don't have enough staff. We're doing everything to drive through only. Would that be okay with you? And everything like that. So, I think that's what the thing that really got my wife really livid. Is when she, when she saw that manager not only give her the, the, the reasoning behind why our food was late, but she went to the lengths to even close a restaurant because she was short, short-handed. And see, while we were waiting, ladies and gentlemen, we saw an employee get into her car and then leave. And I'm thinking to myself after the fact, why would you let someone leave? If you're that short-handed, wouldn't you want someone else to be there? You need more people there. Get people there. So I think what's happened with this establishment is they're not setting themselves up for success. They're being more reactive management versus proactive management. So my wife said, you know what? I'm taking a survey and you're going to get in a phone call. And I'm like, okay, so be it. Because, like I said, the way that manager came across to my wife, I really took an offense to it to to a certain extent. Because you just don't come across as, you know, really argumentative to a point. And like I said, it was all the way she actually did her tone of voice and the way she delivered her message. She didn't really truly want to connect with my wife and I. So, we got our refund and then headed on to another restaurant. But ladies and gentlemen, I think, and it's so well, so well put by John C. Maxwell, it is absolutely true that everything rises and falls on leadership, no matter if you're in the restaurant business, construction business, plumbing business, wherever you're at, customer service, it doesn't matter who you are. And I think that manager failed to lead by example because she was in more of react mode versus proactive mode. She was more willing to give out excuses than to take responsibility. And since I'm getting ready to launch a great, bar none, best consulting firm and HR uh, staffing firm that's based on our foundation and mission statement, my great business partner and I are, are, are really so ingrained with this because I came up with it when we did an interview with Greg Vossler from Green Bay Packaging. He asked, well, what's your mission statement? And the mission statement I came up with is like, well, this is a quote that I just came up with. So I said, if I help you, you help me, then we help we. And then Jezreel turned to Greg and without batting an eye, hey, that's our mission statement. And that is so 
relevant in our today's businesses. If I help you, you help me, then we help we, then that means foundationally in common sense driven, purpose driven, selfless leadership driven, all those kind of things that we want to have the success of what we need in our businesses today are going to be led by people who want to have the very same things not only for themselves but more importantly the same success for other people because they will put the needs of what they want inside the business on the back burner compared to what you need they'll put the needs of you first versus their own needs and I think that's what we really need to have in this day and age of this 21st century e-commerce and everything's driven by an app and everything's done by doing these things. But no one's getting back to the humanity of it. We're letting, to a certain ex extent, technology drive our businesses and everything like that. So it comes back to, to my point. This manager had an opportune time to really capitalize on a negative situation and at least mitigate it to a point that it, was, it would be palpable to us as guests in the restaurant to say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm just very short-staffed, I'm trying to get more people in here, this is what I'll do for you, I'll let you have your money back today and on your next meal I want to give your meal ne next time on me for the inconvenience. Now, I do apologize and, and we will definitely strive to, to do better and I apologize and that's the way that manager should have came off that way and I would have been acceptable with that. I would have said okay no big deal no worries and everything like that because see you gotta really acknowledge someone's time and know that their time is valuable. Because even if they're coming through inside the lobby or going through drive through that time to them is valuable. They want to get it quick. They want it now. Because that goes to the, the psychology of us being driven from a understanding society and proactive society to an instant gratification society. Because we're driven that we want it now. we got to get it, ha have it in... That's where we're at as far as the society goes. We we want everything now. We can't just sit back and say, okay, let's see where it goes from here. Let's what what would be the next step? What 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 I have to do to make the experience better. So, my wife actually told me what she said in the in the survey and what she she said. I was like, you're absolutely right. Put everything in there. Let them let them know what is going on. Because to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I think they failed on a super epic level. Because for us to go in there two times in less than two months and have the same experience. With the same factors in place. And then have it gone to one step further. That for them to, for us to visually see that they're willing to shut their doors down. Because they can't keep up with the demand. 
I think that store's in real trouble, ladies and gentlemen. You do not run a business that way. My father taught me for many years is you always want to have a backup for a backup for a backup. So if that, if that means that you send someone home, you have someone ready on standby that if you have to call on a moment's notice, you call them up and say, hey, how long can you be here? Because like I said, when me and my wife were sitting there, we were watching another employee from the restaurant leave and get in her car and go home. You just don't do that. you got to have all hands on deck. And that means you have to pay for the overtime, you pay for the overtime. You just don't turn around and tell and send people home. But I know I will, will never go to that store again. And my wife will never go to that store again. Because that leadership that were, were, were shown to us was not the greatest leadership moment that I've seen in a very long time from, from a manager in, in that capacity. Because like I said, just come genuinely from the heart and just tell it how it is and just say, hey, we messed up, we screwed up, it's our fault, whatever the case may be. Because I can understand that there's some things that's beyond your control. You can't control people. But if you create enough an incentive and create a culture that's driven by success and you put the success of other people first ahead of your own, even in a leadership management position, you will get more people to grow your business and help facilitate more of that connectivity between each guest to come inside your doors or come through your drive-thru or wherever it's at for that. And I and right now I'm I'm just playing playing the waiting game with the with the corporation now. So I'm just waiting for the, an email or a phone call because my wife said you'll be receiving a phone call because I put your number in there. So you'll be receiving a phone call whether you handle that to me. And I really think that manager really lost us when she didn't put no empathy into what she was saying reacting. She could have said, I, I'll probably be doing the same thing as you, you would be doing right now, asking for your money, and I do apologize and everything. But like I said, you just got to be genuine and just own up to it. Even if it's something beyond your control that you can't control what life happens outside your restaurant, even with your own employees, you, you just got to say, hey, I'm sorry, we're short-staffed, I'm trying to get people in. This is what I like to be able to do for you on your next visit. Just, just keep it that way. Keep it that tone. Don't make it where it's so combative, very, very standoffish that you're more in react mode versus proactive mode. And and that that will show the true character of your leadership if you really are truly proactive. So, I want to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen. Should we, as not only employees, and basically when you think about ambassadors for our, our businesses, 
even at every level of the business, we are basically ambassadors of where we work at. Should we really take leadership to the highest level possible? Should we take the exceptional way of doing business to where we're putting ourselves in not only other employees and management shoes day to day, but we're putting ourselves into each and every single first contact that we have with customers and clients and guests of our respective businesses. Do we put that hat on to say, hey, how would I like to have been treated in this situation? If I waited 25 minutes, almost 30 minutes for food, how, how would I react? What would I would do for what I would have seen? Because for many years, ladies and gentlemen, I've been on that tail end of that tongue lashing for something that I never created. Just because I worked there, I still get the brunt of the punishment for something I had no control over because I was just an employee. I wasn't in management or a supervisor capacity, so I had no way to change anything. But what I did do is I was very proactive and told them, I do apologize. I'm sorry that you had to wait for this. I'm willing to do whatever you need to be done. What can I do for you? And always turn it to a positive. In any which way that I can do it from my my side of things. And hopefully management will actually will ride my tailcoats on that and really go above and beyond that and say, hey, this is what we're willing to do. What can we do to make your experience better? What can we do to, to really make you want to come back again? What can we do to really facilitate that? And like I said, be proactive versus reactive. And I think leadership should be really premised on in one of its great intangibles uh, in, in, in a leadership skill is you have to be proactive. You should never have to be reactive. And if you have to react, react in a positive light, negative in a, in a negative light. Because the more that you personify the next negativity of a, any given situation that where a problem comes up or an issue or whatever, you take the route of the easy way out, so to speak, and you go the, the way of what can we done just to get this thing done and get it out of the way. Not to where you're not really a proactive and getting down to the root cause of what happened, asking really proactive questions, really ascertaining where the customer is coming from or, or client is coming from or guest. What, what, are, what are they thinking? Because you never wanted to assume anything. And I think if we get to that mindset, and like I said, those intangibles of leadership, we will have a better business model across all businesses, to be honest with you. Big, small, corporate America, mom-and-pop organizations, franchises, companies, stores. It doesn't matter where you're at. We need to get that dynamic back into our businesses. And like I said, it goes back to the name of the show, bringing humanity back into business. Because we are not robots. I don't claim to be a robot. I'm a human being. And I'm going to react in the human way that dictates by our human condition. But I'm not going to go down the route 
in the road of being always Debbie Downer and always in a negative and always what I can't do and what I can't provide or what I can't be able to get for you. I always will say, this is what I can do for you. This is what I like to be able to do for you. This is what I can be able to, to get get done for you on your next visit. Whatever the, I always say what I can do in a human way. And whatever I can do humanly possible in my chain of command. Because the more that we are connecting on the human level, the better off we're going to be. Because like I said, I'm not going to talk to somebody who is very robotic and re only reactive mode and would not really take responsibility. Because who wants to have that? I want someone who is truly engaged. I want someone who is truly genuine and honest and upfront, who is willing to not only listen to me, but listen to what other people are saying about their company, what other people are, are going through. Because, like I said, that was kind of weird to see locking the doors, but don't put no notice on the door. Why would you do that? What precipitated that event to come across to where... You had to do that. And that. To me, ladies and gentlemen, that's very telling. Because that for us to have the same experience within two months of each other, but the first time, they never locked their doors, but the second time, they did, and we still had to go around and wait. When you think about it, between two instances, we waited over 15 minutes for the first experience and wait for over 30 minutes that's almost an hour of our time taken for something that should have been done in minutes. So don't ma it, it, it wouldn't have mattered if I ordered a Whopper or a, a Big King or whatever the case may be. They didn't set themselves up for success because they either truly didn't anticipate the failure of other people not showing up for work or didn't they didn't see this coming because there's too many variables and the possibility of that what was going on that she was actually too far dug into a hole so to speak she couldn't crawl out of it quick enough because there was too many variables thrown at her to where people are calling out people are calling out people were calling out but she and that's why I think to where when some restaurants really need to have is maybe to have more shift managers there versus actual employees. So that means that takes that money that you allocate out to your employees and allocate it out to shift managers that you can actually put them on, let's say, on a salary basis and that's not going to count against your labor because they're there. And the more that you can plug those people in, the better off you'll be and that kind of thing. But I just, like I said, I just, I, I, I can't get it out of my mind. Seeing that employee walk out of that restaurant and get in her car and leave, and yet she has the audacity to tell my wife, and I, the reason why she's having so many issues is because she doesn't have enough people and staff there. 
So do you truly believe, ladies and gentlemen, that everything rises and falls on leadership? I say it does. And this is a prime example of it. If I was to have me and my great business partner, Joe's Real White, go into this restaurant or this franchisee, we would stress to them the importance of connecting with everybody inside the business and looking at it from the point of view of how would you do this if you were in my situation. There should, there, there should be a lot of role-playing in people's heads when they're at work, no matter what business it is, and saying, how would I do this differently? How would I approach this? What, what would be a better way? What would be the negative way? And that's why I think what me, my business partner, Jezreel, will do, and will do, is we would go into there and we'd tell them, say, hey, you can't have this happen to your business. This is no acceptable way to, go, to, to say this is okay to do. You have to be really proactive versus reactive in the way you handle things. I know you're not no five-star hotel. I know you're not no cruise ship or anything. But the one thing you do have that every other company on this earth has to go by is the client and the customer and the way that you treat them. Because without the customer and client, you don't have any business. And without management having a win, that's that's not good for the business. And then if employees don't have a win along with management, you definitely don't have a company because they're not going to run that business the way it should be ran. And then if the ultimate win does not come in one way, shape, or form to the customer and client and guest of that business, then you definitely don't have no business because they're going to tell 10 of their friends and 10 of their friends and 10 of their friends, don't go to that business. Don't go to that restaurant. Don't use that service on, on, on the website ever again. Because it all comes back to the human interaction that you get from those businesses. If it's very proactive and very understanding, and re really to a point that it is about how we can make it better, then I'll give people a half a chance. I really, even if they do me totally wrong, I will give them half the chance if they're willing to own up and honor the way to conduct business the way I would do it. And that's the way I look at things. It's just that simple. But yet we make it so hard, ladies and gentlemen, because we don't, we don't condition ourselves in an open mind framework in conducting business, not only inside the business to employee, to employee and management to employee and ownership to employee, but more importantly, how we, we approach every client, every guest, every customer. Do we generally capture that opportunity for success? Do we actually lead by example in saying, this is what I'm going to do for you because this is what I would want to have done to me? 
because I would be in the same same boat as you. This is what I would do or ask for or I would like to see done. Because we're, and that's one thing a lot of businesses don't get anymore. We're all consumers. The very same employees who are working in that restaurant are the very same consumers that will go to another fast food restaurant or sit-down restaurant and expect and sometimes, maybe in some points, demand the same kind of experience they want to have for themselves at those businesses or even any other business for that matter. Because, see, that goes back to the societal point. We are such driven by such instant gratification, we're more prone to not give people a fair shake because we want it and we want it now. We need, like I said, we need, as a society, fundamentally, need to change this dynamic. If we can train ourselves to be more open-minded, more proactive, and understanding to what businesses have to go through and as long as they meet us halfway in the great business relationship between client and and, and uh, the business or service or provider or whatever how you want to look at it there's got to be that really that gap could be narrowed that the Companies and service providers can really, truly interact with their client and customer and guest base better on a more proactive standpoint. And then in turn, that would flip into the employees too as well. Because it goes back to the John C. Maxwell book. When I was listening to it, John C. Maxwell brought up to where there's the CEO of Sonova's Financial, and he actually literally gave his phone number to all the employees of the company and said, if there's anything wrong at any given moment, whatever happens to any of our branches, you call me directly and you let me know, and I will handle it, and I want to take, take each of your calls and, and, and do with them due diligently to, to get to the bottom of what's happening. Because see, Sonova's Financial goes by the golden rule concept. Why can't we have the golden rule everywhere? We need to have it everywhere. There's some companies that do it very well. It's like Gary Vanderchuk at VaynerMedia. He's always preaching about kindness and doing the right thing and really investing in people and give people the autonomy and freedom to be their own people. Even in a corporate structure. And he's pulled it off. Or look at Richard Branson from Virgin. He always preaches about the if you just treat your employees the very best that you can, they will in turn treat your guests and clients not only that way, but even better than that. They will go that one step beyond. Because they, they he knows for a well the more that you take care of your customers, the more those employees will be taken care of themselves as well 
from the company standpoint because there's that interconnectedness between management, employees, the client, and customer, and it goes back. It, it, it's it, it's like a, it's a symbiotic relationship between three entities, and if those relationships get torn or uh, tattered by things beyond their control or something that they created, any one of those people on that relationship will be affected in one way, shape, or form. But the one that who gets it the brunt and the most of on the negative end of it is that customer and client. So let's say if it's only it's still an internal issue, you not think it won't filter down to the to, to the customer? Because if a if if a disgruntled employee does something very bad on a customer service call, how's that going to translate into that customer they get on the phone with? That's why we need to be so proactive, ladies and gentlemen, to really be that ultimate and consummate team, community, movement-driven company that's really going to fundamentally change the way we do business into where other companies are going to ask us as a company, what are you doing, Chris and Jordan, that's different than what we've been doing for many years? And all we just need to say is we're treating people like people. And that's all you have to do is just go by the golden rule. It's that simple. But like I said again, we make it so very hard on ourselves to attain something that's so simple. We put up our own barriers that we can't go and dig ourselves out of at some point because we are so in react mode. The more that we have more people who are lead by example and show us to be proactive and engaging and really genuine of what we do, we won't have half the problems that we come and face with, not only internally in our businesses, but externally into our businesses. That flows right into that very customer, client, and guest that they will get that, well, wait a minute, should I even be here? I don't want to wait 30 minutes for my food. I can go somewhere else for that if I wanted to do that. And that's the kind of thing that goes in people's minds. And that's what I was thinking last night. When I, if I go to another restaurant, I'm going to get the same exact service that what this restaurant just did for me. Because perception is everything. Because if, a, if it's a, a perception of one, the human condition tells us it may, it may happen here. Even though I'm the kind of person that I give people the benefit no matter what business it is, because I know every business is different, but we as a society get that perception. Because even, even if we go to the same exact restaurant in a different part of town, or we going to same, get the same exact results. And we don't need to have that. We need to have it to where we as a society can say, okay, that was just one instance at one restaurant. It's not going to happen again at a different restaurant who's totally different in a different genre of like if we go from a fast food hamburger place to a taco place but see the one dynamic still remains the same it's about the leadership how's that flowing from management to employees to customer and client and guests 
how's that symbiotic relationship being replicated to a positive extent? So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear from you. What would you do differently if you were that manager or those employees? How would you react to what we went through in our drive through last night? What would have been the better steps forward that you, what you would have done? Because I believe always in the positive, never in the negative. And I always believe in proactiveness versus reactiveness. And always be genuine and upfront and just be honest. Hey, I can understand if you're you're so bogged down that you can't. I understand that. If the, and I'm the kind of person, if it was me, hey, let me jump in there and help you because I've been there. And that's what our consulting firm and HR firm will be premised on is how can we truly help you get to better levels of success, get better results, get things better for your, your company, like I said, internally that will flow into the, the externals of the business. Because you only get one in, impression, and that's the first impression. You can't get a first impression twice. And like I said, that's what me and my wife did last night. It's like, we'll give them another shot, see how it goes. But we're not going to go back to that restaurant anymore. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, how would you approach it? I want to hear from you. My LinkedIn profile will be listed in the description box. Reach out to me directly. And how can me and my business partner with our great consulting firm help you not get into these kind of situations to really be proactive and engaging with not only with your employees and management and supervisors but more importantly engaging on a proactive standpoint with those very customers and clients and guests within the within your businesses to make your business who you are today because we want to make it better for you tomorrow thank you for your listenership and your subscribership without you i would not be doing this podcast today i thank you for your support but seriously i would like to hear from you ladies and gentlemen what can we do differently from a customer service and leadership standpoint and i'll challenge you today to go out and do the mission statement not only of this podcast but of our company if i help you you help me then we help we how are you wanting to implement that to make your business more of success and truly make an impact on people's lives so however be it so small but you can give the biggest results for other people and really truly be selfless in doing that so thank you have a great day, and I will see you on the next episode of the Bringing Humanity Back into the Business Show. Have a great and terrific Tuesday.